0: all sense of reality and enter another world
1: remember do not underestimate the power of playstation
2: beyond 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 what's up everybody welcome to podcast beyond episode 313 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside he only does everything call moriarty hello greg hey how are you
1: you're over there at the end of the table. I, yeah. like, I like looking at you and right away.
2: Look at that. It's so cute. This is like we have to look lovingly into each other's uh, eyes. You can no. move your mic around. You I, I I've, been, been you sad, I've been doing this side saddle business the last few shows. I like nice. quite a bit. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm very deep. I'm in a, a deeper recline right now.
2: The man in the deeper recline, of course, is the Dark Knight of News, Andrew Goldfarb. It's kind of comfortable, though. <laughs> You're just going to keep talking about the deep, deep <laughs> client. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, let's begin Show with the big news, of course. Beyond Two Souls is out, <gasps> and the internet is aflame.
0: Yeah, people Those are freaking out. Shocking. Review
2: scores—they go from nines to fours. is The lowest yep. I saw, right?
0: Yep, that's crazy. Gold farm. Four sounds really low. I, yeah, <laughs> <like, laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I've only played demos of this game, but I didn't think it was like broken or anything. Yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, no, no. I mean that—that that was that was the end of my. Colin, we've been playing
2: thought. it. Mm-hmm. I'm about halfway through. You are like you think really close to finishing. Yeah, I think I'm right at the end. How do you feel about Beyond Two Souls?
1: It's not very good. Okay. Uh, maybe it all comes together at the end, but I was kind of thinking to myself about this, that even if that's the case... Then Heads this is up like... to you
2: real quick. Can we do this without spoiling stuff? Do you have like, specific yeah, examples? Spoil anything. Right, cool. I, well, people uh, were f- freaking out on Twitter when I told them. Yeah, about I'm not going to spoil anything. No spoilers.
1: The story doesn't make any sense anyway, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> uh, with, uh, even if it gets better, even if it all like, comes together and just becomes a better game in the last 10% of it that I haven't played, it's like Final Fantasy 13 then, and then it's still ex- inexcusable that... It would take that long to get good or come together, or whatever. I just don't understand. I don't understand many things about the game, and yeah. um, uh, it is not even in, in the same echelon remotely as Heavy Rain. Interesting um, to me, you know. But some people seem to really like it. I'm
2: early in it. I won't, like, like I said, halfway is what I've been told. I'm enjoying myself. I'm not like, I don't think, like you're saying, I, do, I think Heavy Rain immediately had its hooks in me in a different way. But this I'm enjoying. It, like, you know, Lucy's uh, review talked about for IGN, you know, that it was weird to bounce around the timeline and do all that stuff. It is. There, you know what I mean? Like, there are missions where I've been in and I'm, I'm doing it, and I'm like, wait a second. Is this before or after this other thing that happened? I have to try to think back to where I saw it on the timeline before I jumped in. But even so, doing it, like, I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun. It's-
0: it makes no sense to me that it's non-linear. Like, I haven't, I again, I haven't sat down with the final game and played through it. I, I played two separate demos in very different parts of the game very clearly yeah. and I don't, it, it sounds like to me it would have been more interesting to start young and grow old with her yeah. rather than doing it out of order. Like, and maybe, you know, again, I, I haven't seen if there's a reason for that non-linearity, but.
2: There's a couple reviews that mention that, right? The fact that if they are trying to make us make this connection and feel for these characters, why wouldn't you do it in that way rather than right. bouncing us around at random points and having? Well,
0: because that was what was so cool when they announced this game eighty three. They were like, "You're going to journey this like it's spread across years, years like years, decades. Yeah. yeah, like and and that's awesome. That's like a really cool pitch for a game to me. But not when you're jumping back and forth. I feel like that would kill the momentum.
2: Mm-hmm. Also,
0: Altano told me about you know I won't say it here. Um, but Altano Altano told me about a game. Or scene, rather, from the game that you two were playing through yesterday. Yeah, we're doing Let's Plays. And I thought he was joking. I thought he was lying about it being a real thing that happened in the game. I loved it. It was a great scene. I mean It's awesome, but that's so weird.
2: No, yeah. Watch our Let's Plays over on IG and stuff. Colin, mm. we've got some more questions about Beyond Two Souls. Okay. You ready for them? Sure. Are they from Ellen Page? No, she didn't write in, sadly. Aww. But... Irish 95 did. He says, thinking of picking up Beyond Two Souls, but the reviews are all over the place. Can you guys comment on whether some of the scenes will progress the same way regardless of whether or not you respond correctly to the quick time events? Love the podcast.
1: I've never reached a part in the game where I did something wrong and the game stopped, if that's what he's asking. Yeah,
2: they, they've talked about that before, right? They're like Well, this is something like I think Lucy talks about in her review, is the fact that you have these this... Uh, facade of choice where it seems like alright I'm gonna like there, there's a point that's in all the trailers and everything else I, I've seen it during the E3 demo I think where they debuted right where you're on the motorcycle gunning it towards some cops and you you have the choice you know you get to control the ghost real quick like I know the entity and make a barrier for yourself so you can go buy it and I screwed that up and so I stopped and got caught but then I got out two seconds later. You know what I mean? Like, right. the, the story... The narrative's going in a, s- a certain direction where in, like, Heavy Rain, you'd get shot or whatever, your character would die, and that would be the end of that person's story. That doesn't he- happen here. There's no game overs, so even if you screw up a button prompt, like, they've talked about the fighting a lot, right, where you get sh- hit in the nose, you get stabbed, whatever, you're still gonna go over the wall, you're still gonna keep going.
1: Yeah, the, the game is... It really does have the facade of... of- being deeper than it is, and maybe, like, I looked at the trophies, and, and you know, when I now that I'm deep in the game, because I didn't really care about spoiling anything for me now, because I've seen it, um, there's, like, different things you can do, and there are certain scenes that seem to go a different way, or that you get, like, I know for a fact that, you know, having played it with Ryan McCaffrey before it came out, that we did a specific part of the game differently, but we ended up in the same place, and right. um, it's just, I don't know, man, I just don't understand this game, like, I don't, it, it, it's exactly what I was afraid it was going to be, which was... Uh, totally fractured. And yeah, it like, sounds unfocused. Is the yeah, like, I don't... First of all, I, I... Like, the whole not, like... You know, you're you know uh Jodie is a 20 year old then your Jodie is a f- you know 7 year old then your Jodie is a 24 year old then your Jodie is a 15 year old like i don't i don't understand like why they presented it like that and i will say that the stuff with her the more innocuous stuff with her as a kid and a teenager much better than the stuff with her as an adult as well like I agree the, the, there are certain scenes in the game like a few really really good scenes in the game and i think they're all as her as a kid or as, like, a 14-year-old.
2: Yeah, when she's first, like, dealing with Iden, right, as an entity and, like, how to control him or if she can't control him and telling people about it, that was really cool. I agree with that. And then there's, like... I asked you early on, like, I was like, I'm playing it, I'm enjoying it. Like, w- where does it fall apart? And you were like, on everywhere after a while. And I think there, I might have gotten to a part last night where it was like, oh, oh, that's a weird twist. That's a weird choice to make. This game is not going in the direction I expected it to. You know? What yeah, I mean?
1: like, there, there's... I don't know, man. Like I, I there, heavy rain, and it's fair to compare this game to heavy because They're very similar in the, in the way you play them, right? Like, yeah. But heavy rain, like you said, like I, I that that scene at the house, you're doing it, you know, stupid things like setting the table and playing with the kids and stuff. It sets the cadence for that game, it rips your heart out of your chest, you know, like right. when all the events in that game go down, and then tells a story that is the same. Like there's one line through the story, like get my son back, right? Like yeah. that's the line. Like you lose your one son, and and and. And I think that's, what, he, well, that's why Heavy Rain was so special. And Heavy Rain also deviated in very specific ways. Like, there were very specific parts of that game that seemed to have changed. Now, I'm going to go back and play Beyond again when I'm done and, and, and make intentionally different choices to see what happens. Yeah. And I don't want to be, like, too harsh on it because I haven't done that yet. But right. it just – I still – I'm, like, at the end of the game and I still don't really know what the fuck this game's about. Like, I – okay, so my character has a ghost. An entity. An entity. An entity. And, that, <laughs> by the way, there are laugh-out-loud funny parts in the game that shouldn't be funny. Like yeah. that's that's like the other side of a bad game, or like a game that's not like what it should for be. One, for At-
2: one of those parts, it's for, uh, well, put your. I mean, I don't, this isn't spoiling anything, mm. I don't think. But if you don't want to know anything, then we'll a little bit. Tomorrow, the part you're talking about with Brian, right? In tomorrow's Let's Plays, this will be Wednesday's Let's Play, the second one of the series. I'm going to talk a little bit about a scene here. Jody goes to a birthday party. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I love this so much. And like you know, she's talking to all the kids or whatever. <laughs> And I'm being totally truthful when they're asking me about my powers, and literally when I finally reveal, like, oh yeah, I have this entity that follows me around, that's my power, the guy's like, oh, and then the songs change, he goes, oh, slow song, let's dance, and never mentions the entity again. You're like, What? Wait! What the, I just told you I got a ghost following me around that can move stuff you're like oh cool anyways let's go dance to this fucking dumb pop song
0: that's so weird I, I think uh, my limited experience with the game what bothers me about is that there are all these rules and I don't feel like they really establish that well yeah. so like I was unclear and maybe this is explained but like I was unclear in the part I played why they're like okay like you have to possess a guard to get into this room, but there's only one guard I can possess. Like, even though there are 20 guards outside, only one of them can be possessed, and I'm... Like, why? Like, give me a story reason for that. It's like a stupid nitpicky thing, but at the same time, I feel like that's what helps it feel more immersive to me. It's not not
1: a nitpicky thing, though. That... That ruins part of the immersion of the game every time you have control of Aiden it's like why can't he fuck with anything and anyone like what what is different about this person who's glowing red that I can kill as opposed to this person glowing orange which means I can take control of him, or this person controlling blue which means I can't fuck with them at all like what what, like they never really explain that and there's just weird there's just weird it's just a weird game like I don't I I don't I know that David Cage has a, a you know a liking in his past games for the supernatural and that heavy rain was a much more grounded story than I think he would typically have told, mm-hmm. but he was better off sticking with a grounded story. And I don't want him to do heavy rain too or anything like that. But I just, I just don't get it. I just don't get this game. Like that's at the end of the day, like it's fun. You should. Pl- I, I, it is one of those games where I think you should play it. Yeah, um, because I think it's very different than anything else. And if you like interactive drama as it is, then then it's worth playing. But I, and I, I also like the idea of supporting games like this that are just trying to be different. You know, yeah. we talk about shooter fatigue and stuff like that, but this game is not remotely as good as Heavy Rain, and so I expected a game that was going to be as good as or better than Heavy Rain, and, and it, it, it is this, not this. I was yeah. talking
2: to Mike Pereira about it, right, And because him and I have similar tastes for big comic book nerds and stuff, and I was saying, I think that f- some of the things that people are dinging for in the reviews, the fractured story, this, that, and the other, the, the weird twists it takes down the road with like Entity, uh, I was like, I think maybe we're more prepared for that, just reading the, like, you know how you hate comic books, Colin, like... like the absurdity of what this is or how this works but i for sure by taking it down that crazy ass comic booky way it deviates from what made heavier and great which was this like you know very simple storyline of get your son back how far would you go to save someone you loved? and that's what i kept thinking back when you know we're, we're talking about how he introduced how david cage and sony introduced the game to us of like you're gonna follow this girl through her entire life and get to know her and she'll be like the closest character to you whereas like Lucy was saying in her review, you you actually feel more passive in most of it right like you, like even like it really gets weird, I feel, when you're like doing like the sh- cover-based shooting stuff, where it's just like, oh, there's that thing over there, and I- it has a prompt on it, so clearly I'm gonna go to that. You know what I mean? You're just like, just n- navigating the action. I wasn't worried about getting caught when I was trying to do stealth stuff because it was like, well, there's only one way to go, whatever.
1: Yeah, the action scenes aren't even good. I mean, like, which I- is
2: funny
0: because that's what they were demoing. That's what they were showing off before this game was.
1: Yeah, out. Th- it's just like I don't understand. I just don't understand this game. Like, and yeah. maybe you know, like I keep saying, like I haven't beaten it yet. Maybe it just like all makes sense at the end, but I really that's still weird to me like I because I still don't understand why I'm like what the point of this is yeah, I, like right. I still don't understand like you have this interesting character well acted game oh, I yeah. think Willem Dafoe is great. great I think Alan Page is great I think the supporting cast is great it looks really good the voice acting, yeah, I mean, yeah like the game looks yeah, better yeah. than Heavy Rain the voice acting is much better than Heavy Rain and see, For or a gamey game killer yeah.
0: like I respect that they're trying something different like colin was saying and i respect that they they have this awesome pedigree behind it right like they have people who care they have really good tech they have they got like a-list actors to come and act in it and like i don't want this to discourage them from trying something different you know like the last thing i would want would be for them to be like well beyond didn't do well so we're making yeah like heavy yeah, rain too or that. something generic. i mean
2: and that's what i thought was interesting you know at usp shuhei yoshida the yeah. twitter president of sony worldwide studios put up a rather ambiguous tweet yeah. of just dot 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 i and it was something I, it. okay you do that yeah. while we talk a little bit yep, more. yep. Hey, we'll, t- we'll take another question. Colin, you mm. mentioned that. You want to talk about it? What's wrong, bro? You just tired? You're sick. You're sick still, mm, aren't you? A little bit. You feel- can I rub your tummy and make you feel better? No, I'm all right, all right. for you? All right. <clears throat> Parker writes in. Mm. He says beyond. Beyond. Two Be souls! All right, see what he yeah. did there? Oh, it's okay. finally out and reviews are all over the place. Some reviewers love it and some think it's just mediocre. I can't help but think some reviewers are judging it differently than a typical game like GTA or Bioshock. Is it fair to judge an interactive drama differently than a typical game? To me, the differences between interactive dramas and games are like the differences between a choose-your-own-adventure book and a tabletop pen-and-paper RPG.
0: I think it's fair now because something like Bioshock, something like The Last of Us, something like whatever, even The Walking Dead—like narrative in games has come to the point where this narrative drama thing is a—it's it, it, a weird disconnect that I don't think exists anymore. Like I think the typical games, as he says, are now of equal caliber to these things that are meant to be story-focused experiences, anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I think it's, it's totally fair, personally.
2: Okay, it's, it's totally fair to compare to them, compare so. those two. Yeah, okay, like
0: cool. I don't, I don't consider it apples and oranges. I think I, at this point, like they should be achieving the same thing.
2: For me, I think it's about knocking down the walls of what you define a game. You know what I mean? Like, well, Call of Duty has this objective and that, da, 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 but you knock those down and you have something different like Gone Home, right? Or you have something different like uh, Walking Dead. And that's what some people were saying, like, oh, I can't believe you guys are, like, saying this game doesn't give you choice when Walking Dead didn't give you choice either. You're still getting the same thing. But I, like I always said, right, like, for me, Walking Dead was a coloring book. We each had the same black and white drawing and then we filled it in differently with the colors. So in the end, we were still going to get to the same ending, of course, because they're telling you a story, but you felt like your choices mattered. Whereas and here, p- like we're talking about, right, like... I did everything right at the party scene, but I still, you know, things still don't go right.
0: Plus, Walking Dead does like I mean, like your your choices have impact. Like like characters are either there or they're not, depending. Sure, on Sure, but I did. mean,
2: it's like you know, character. It's like a character slot. That character sure, sure. slot Someone is going is to be there. gone yeah. no matter what.
0: But it's still I don't know, like yeah, maybe maybe it is just the illusion of choice. But to me, that makes it feel like it's my game. Like my Kenny was so different than like Mitch's Kenny. Like and that right, that's right, an right, important right, distinction. Right,
2: right. Yeah, that's a very good point. That I don't think you see that so far in what I've played with Beyond Two Souls. Sure. Uh, that Shuhei t- t- tweet I referenced. Earlier was dot dot dot. So I visited David at Quantum Dream's office in Paris, shared my honest feedback with Beyond, reassured how much I'm excited for his next project. I thought that was. A, I mean, I'm, you can read into that however you want. Yeah. Thought it was an interesting tweet. Yeah. Well, you
1: know, to be fair, you know, I talked to David Cage. I like David Cage. I like David I, and Cage I think, too. He gets a lot I, of crap, I, but I, I think, like him. I, I think. Yeah, he does get a lot of crap. That's what I was gonna say. And I think that he's this whole like he wants to be a film director and stuff like. What do you think? David Cage couldn't fucking direct a film if he wanted to? Obviously, like, he doesn't. That's not what he wants to do. He has millions of dollars in his own studio. I'm sure they could, you know, reconfigure if they yeah. wanted to to make a movie. That's clear. Like, so I always felt like that was such bullshit. Like, I, I really feel that he has this drive to say, like, I want to make a movie like experience that you can control. And I appreciate that. And he is very talented. Yeah. Um, but when I talked to him last time, I saw him. Um, he did. He. I don't. I don't want to quote him specifically because I, I. I. You know. I don't want to misquote him. But he was saying something like a couple times in my interview, and I never posted it because it was just. It wasn't that. much that I thought it was very interesting and in it. it. was just yeah, kind of a conversation is, with him. Yeah. But a conversation, with David. But he was saying like he's like we'll see what they like. He kept saying like well we'll see what they think or, or like I hope they like it and stuff like that. There didn't seem to be a one hundred percent confidence that this game was going to hit now. I think this game is going to sell fine. This game's good for a few million copies. To be perfectly honest with you, and they're and they're advertising it bef- in, during NFL games and yeah, all things. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. like they're hit, they're trying to hit a different audience. I think the commercials also show you a very interesting
0: pieces of the game that go towards more of the bro. Yeah. But um, they're also smart to be putting Ellen Page's face front and center. Yeah. Like, I mean their ads at bus stops and in Times Square. I've seen pictures of like it's just Ellen Page's face. It looks like a movie poster.
1: It's cool. Like so, I appreciate what he's doing, and I we might Beyond is going to be a divisive game. I think that when people sit with it and start to compare it to Heavy Rain, that they're going to realize that they're just very different games. And so, some people might like the more abstract story that he's telling here, and this, this more—I want to say like Hitchcock, because it's really not—but this more like supernatural, strange twist mm-hmm. of a game that he's like that he's delivered. It just doesn't resonate with me, and uh, that really sucks because you know even though our previews on the game were pretty hard on it. Um, I always gave the game the benefit of the doubt um, and went into the experience, dropped everything I was doing when I got a copy of the game. I was very excited when I got the game. Yeah, uh, And I was like, you know, because Heavy Rain was just such a memorable experience. Heavy Rain is so special. It really is one of the great games of this generation. And, you know, maybe it's because it was new and different. And even though they had been doing Fahrenheit and stuff like this yeah, before, yeah. that this was the first time that we really realized the potential of this genre in a major way because of the graphical fidelity or the storytelling or whatever, the, the writing.
0: I feel like at the time, at least for me, right, and I wasn't here yet, obviously, but Heavy Rain for me didn't feel like it just kind of came out and was this thing that surprised me a little bit more than something like this where I was, like, hyped up on it.
2: And see, that's what I wonder a lot about is how much expectations play into this. The fact that Heavy Rain came out and, you know, industry people were like, this looks really interesting, but I don't know what to make of it. And then we got it and we're like, holy crap, this is awesome. Because there was still a ton of people who hated Heavy Rain. They were just like, this controls like crap and this isn't fun or whatever. And so now, I don't understand, it's interesting to see now with, expectations behind them like what you're talking about people yeah. saw the Kara trailer and they're like oh my god what are they going to do next oh my god they're doing something with Ellen Page and they've been working on it secret and it's going to be this and that and you have a ghost
0: and it has the name of our podcast yeah, um, yeah I mean I think like look I, I think the best lesson from today is that you just have to play it it's one of those games that you have to just decide for yourself because like, Justin from Polygon loved it, and, like, there are yeah. people who out there who think it's a 10 out of 10. Like, there, there are people who are totally in love with this game. Yeah,
2: what's interesting is, yeah, Justin McElroy over at Polygon loved it, gave it a 9, right? right. No, eight. he gave it an 8. eight. I'm sorry, yeah. he gave it an 8. GameSpot gave it a 9. But Justin then immediately followed up his tweet of, like, oh, it's crazy that not, not everybody likes it as much as I do. And he's like, I hated Heavy Rain, for the record. Like, yeah. I thought that was interesting. I don't know. For
1: sure. Yeah, I, I, the, one, the one thing I noticed that Beyond definitely doesn't do better yeah. than Heavy Rain... Is it simplify the controls too much. Yeah. And like what I mean by that is there are passive parts of the game and that's fine. I think you're moving around and interacting fine, but there were really parts of Heavy Rain where I wanted to do something and I couldn't do it because I fucked up. You know, yeah, like yeah, where yeah. you're holding a five. But there was never a part and beyond. Like I have to intentionally not do something and beyond for the most part to see another arc in the story. And I'm playing on the. There's only two options. It's like do you never play games or do you always play, play games? games? Yeah, that's yeah. like basically the like what it's t- If you, asks you
2: download the iPhone app, it's way simpler than that. Even I heard yeah, like swipes or right? so.
1: It's disappointing that to see like that's one of the things that really disappointed me was there are parts of Heavy Rain that I authentically didn't want to happen. That happened anyway. Yeah. And... With Beyond Two Souls, like there were parts of the game where I'm like, I gotta make a decision here that that fucks everything up because I want to see what happens. Like, mm-hmm. the only control faux pas in the game really is like the whole like move towards the direction well, like when it free like that doesn't make any sense and like that's just bad like that's bad design. I don't, in think, my opinion, I, but-
2: I, I never played the segment Goldfarb played where you were totally confused like walking towards the camera and like you didn't know which way to go. And but like when you said that you know you have to move her, her the way her body worked that kind of clicks with me for what I do- I've been doing. For me, I have more tr- trouble it seems like with. I'm in control of Aiden, and then it's like, alright, like, wait, am I pushing in, or am I pulling out, or what, and then you have to like get it in a certain way sometimes. Dude, it's... I hate
0: the Aiden controls, like the spreading out the sticks, or closing in the sticks, like, and I don't know if any of that different... The thing that really bugs me more than anything with it is the moving up and down using the triggers. Um, That, that like, is crazy to me. I never understood the boundaries of it. You can go straight up through the ceiling, like, there's yeah. no, there's no, like, guidelines on what you should yeah, be the, doing. Yeah, the, the guidelines change, too, depending on the story. Like, you can go
1: really far away from her sometimes, and, like, not far away from her at all other times. Like, I... There's just a, a, an inconsistency running through the entire game that 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 really frustrates me, and I I don't I just don't understand this game. Like I I I understood Heavy Rain, and yeah, yeah. Um, Now you know, like I said, maybe I beat it tonight or tomorrow, or whatever, and, and I'm just like, wow, like it's just a revolutionary moment for me in this game where it all comes together. But that's not what I'm hearing happens at all from multiple people that I've talked to that beat the game. And in fact, m- people have told me that it gets worse. So like, yeah. um. But it sucks because at the same time there's these like I like the party scene that you were talking about. Yeah, I me too. I and I won't talk about, it, but the the party scene specifically gives makes you feel and understand her. Yeah. But then it doesn't go anywhere. Like they're just giving. You, there are scene. There are a few scenes in the game where I'm like, what the fuck is the point of the scene? I'm not even trying to be abstract. I'm just saying like, what is the point of this scene? Like, why are you telling me or showing me this? This has no relevance to anything. There's one scene of specific. We'll talk about it on the spoilcast. We'll do it next week, I guess, when you get back. Um, you know. Uh, it's like five minutes long it's the shortest I, scene I in think the game. I know you're talking about and it. I'm like what the fuck was that like what, what Like, and then there are there's scenes that are an hour an hour and a half long like that's the other thing is that it's it, there's not a good cadence in terms of pacing yeah or.
2: with cadence and pacing like you're talking about I think it would have done better to just go chronologically yeah you know what yeah. I mean it sounds like just meet the character mean. go with it. there will be
0: a YouTube playthrough that does it chronologically well I'm I mean sure. not, we haven't <laughs> you know
2: my thought process <laughs> on when I'm looking at the timeline because it fills in as you play through these different things is like I assume that when you beat it then you have chapter select from that timeline Mm. so it'd be easy to jump back from point one and just play through the whole way i
0: um i am really like i i really want to play it i feel like i've been super negative on this podcast like i really need to play the whole thing myself i want to see some of those moments that that you do feel like are really good because i haven't seen any of those very like special moments and that's what i want to experience because like again like i really really i I love heavy rain and like i i really like Alan page um yeah you do yeah i do um so, yeah, we'll see. I uh, Maybe I'll borrow a copy if you finish it this weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, like and, and, I said, I'm yeah.
2: enjoying it. I can't wait to go home and play more. I almost, I was like, last night I toyed with the idea of staying awake and just playing for a long time, but I'll get back to
0: it. God, I still have to find time to play more GTA, too.
1: Yeah, and the, it is, we don't what give a game at life? six every day <laughs> and uh, and say that you should go buy it. Uh, but I do feel that way about this game. Uh,
2: I think it's, it's. I think honestly, the split, the way the reviews have split, have probably made more people interested in it that weren't right. If you were on the sidelines before, like, eh, but now you're kind of like, well, I don't know. Where's now I want to know what I think. Now it's a conversation. It's piece.
0: a solid rental. Sure.
2: Go hit up that red box.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do whatever. You, yeah. Do. I, I just play it. So find a way to play it. Yeah. No. No. I, I see what
0: you think. I want to support. Like, I might even just buy a copy because I agree. I want to. I want to support games like this existing. I want to support people trying something different. Um, whether it's always a success remains to be seen. What's that look? A smile on Oh, I, what if what if you really smiled like that all the time? Uh, uh.
2: No, that'd be bad. That'd be I kind of it kind of won me over by the end, actually. Oh, okay, now good. Maybe like I'll it. try yeah. it out then. Yeah. Uh, let's begin the show with "What Is and Forever Will Be." The Roper Report. (laughs) (laughs) Time for some news.
1: I don't have the Roper Report.
2: I wrote it, but yeah, you uh, wrote it. What
1: happened? Then I went to print it. I thought it was printed. I shut the window, didn't save it, and then I went to the printer and it wasn't there.
0: Walls, technology Uh, not working. There's only. There's only.
1: I know it's shocking. (laughs) Um, there's only four things that I wrote this week, though. So let me see if I can think of. Oh, the first thing is that the the I have a PlayStation Three story up right now.
2: You're breaking news.
1: Yeah, that um. PS3 was delayed. It was supposed to come out in 2005 originally. And what so, happened? Uh, well, I talked to four different people associated with Sony and or Naughty Dog. Um, Crash Bandicoot. Crash
0: Bandicoot, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh,
1: Nathan and Drake. basically the, the story is that there was a lot of technical issues with Cell and uh, and some other things with the PS3. And, and and more specifically, that Jack X was like a game that was created out of thin air basically to give them more time uh, as the ice team. Yeah. Um, uh, which is their hardware team, like, made a new, uh, or, like, reworked the PS3 or whatever. Now, I've been a little frustrated with the story today. I was talking to Goldfarb about it before because a lot of people were like, this isn't news, we've known that. But no, you didn't know that. There were a lot of rumors when I was in college that PS3 was delayed because of this or because of that. This is the first time anyone's spoken about it from Sony. So, uh, this is 100% news. Um, and uh, interesting news. I understand people want more PS4 news and stuff like that. Seems a little weird to talk about a story that, <laughs> that was really relevant, really in 2004 when these decisions yeah. were made. Yeah. But uh, no one knew that until I wrote the story. So um, so I'm really proud of uh, this story and, and the work that went into it or whatever. And um, that it confirms many of the rumors that had been circulating from anonymous sources at hardware manufacturers or different third parties, whatever. This is uh, straight from the horse's mouth. Um, yeah.
0: I think it's really interesting that it could have changed the whole landscape of this generation. Like, I actually think it might have hurt PS3 to launch the same year as 360 because it's kind of like what we're seeing now with Xbox One being more expensive than PS4. You would have kind of seen the inverse of that, where when they did the 599 US dollars thing, I think it would have been more shocking up against the 360, you know, being cheaper. It would have been catastrophic because yeah.
1: <coughs> the the console like wouldn't have been able to run games the way it runs them now. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: You know how bad the PSN was when it launched. I can yeah. only imagine a year earlier what that <laughs> PSN would have looked. Yeah,
1: like, like the. the you know, I was reading – you know, I went back when I, when I got – I have been sitting on this for, like, a month. And one of the uh, things I did was went back and just started Googling around, seeing if I could find anyone talking about this. No one was talking about this. And, like, if anyone had quotes or, any, like, any information on this, and they didn't. No one had them. Um, the only delays that they had, like, the information they had was in 2006, which is two years after my story takes place, uh, when they were having more hardware manufacturing with Blu-ray and cell processing, specifically getting the hardware to work. Um, but one of the things that, that I thought was uh, was pretty interesting was um, that it seemed like games like Resistance Fall of Man was, like, not even really ready to go for 2006. And I can only imagine what motor, the situation with MotorStorm was at the time as well, so... Um, obviously Uncharted Drake's Fortune, which was called Project Big at the time, um, was, you know, developed, uh, after Jack 2. Um, and, uh, Amy Hennig ended up working on Jack 3 because they weren't ready to make a PlayStation 3 game yet. She was hired specifically to work on the PlayStation 3 game, but ended up, I think, producing jack three because they're like well we're not ready to go now. well
2: you got nothing to do <laughs> go um, do this will you <laughs>
1: so interesting stuff and you guys should read more about my history of naughty
0: dog as well it's so good IGN. history of naughty dogs really it's like I feel like it's very daunting for a lot of people to look at like a 10,000 word multi-part uh you know opus that you're creating but it, it's really good I'm uh I've, I've loved the first two parts
1: yeah parts one and two are up one is 1982 to 1994 part two is 95 to 99 I have to write the rest of it and I wanted to do this once a week but I wouldn't expect part 3 until maybe even after PS4 launches. Um, oh wow. I oh, just don't wow. I just don't have time now. Like the the wheels are in motion now like we like there's very little time to work with. But we'll see. Like I'll do what I can.
2: There's um, finally enough time.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> All 12 people who get that
2: joke are pretty stoked about it. What else on the rope report? That was the one big story. Uh
1: Injustice is getting a special edi- a special Vita, edition, Vita. and what's PS4, interesting PS4. is it's coming. <laughs> and what's interesting is that it's coming to PS3, PS4, and Vita. Yep, um, which is kind of cool. No Xbox not, One, not version. Wii U, not Xbox One. Either. Well, it's not surprising they're putting it on Wii U. Um, well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's already
0: out in Wii U. It's no, I know, not but it probably DLC didn't sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh,
1: yeah, Xbox One. Who, who the hell knows why that's the case? Uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's interesting. News. I'm totally gonna play it on Vita. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you I, play it on PS3 or anything? for like ten minutes? Kay. Like I just I'm. Fighting games, uh, I actually really like on planes. I, like, I played a lot of Marvel vs. Capcom on, on Vita on a plane and a little bit of uh, Vita's Mortal Kombat. on a plane. Vita's on a plane? Vita's on a plane, yeah.
1: Um, Wolf Among Us, the Telltale Games series, has release dates on Xbox 360 and PC. Comes out next week, right? Or it uh, uh, does. No, Friday.
0: It comes out Friday on uh, Xbox, Xbox and PC. 3. They said the PS3 one will be a few days later. It'll, it'll probably be, be Tuesday, like next it'll Tuesday. Be Tuesday. It'll be Tuesday, yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah, sure it will be. Like
1: um, and what was the fourth piece of news? I don't remember. Okay. Um, was could it? have been that important.
0: They're making another Sleeping Dogs game. Oh that? yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah,
1: Sleeping Dogs devs. High five. Dark Night of News. Yeah, yeah. United yeah. Front yeah. Games uh, working a on uh, sleeping game. a Sleeping Dogs sequel called Triad Wars. There we go. Uh, or at least yeah. code name that. And that's awesome news because that game fucking
2: rocks. What, what's, um, what, what's this rumor I keep hearing about it being an iOS thing? Do we know this? Is that just some internet a, rumor? I think I, <sighs> I
0: don't think that's confirmed. Yeah. Right. If
2: it's an iOS game, I'll lose my goddamn.
1: <laughs>
0: Colin, speaking of Square <laughs> Enix, did you see uh, this was announced t- t- today? Uh, the Square Enix Collective. Do you read about that? Yeah, very briefly. I didn't really it's read. It's like it. a Square Enix crowdfunding platform. The idea is that Great. they're partnering with like Indiegogo to let people like pitch games basically, and you can use old IDOS IPs. Oh, really- IDOS IPs, thank yeah. God. <laughs> but none of the but none of the, uh, the Square, yeah, not like they're Yeah, you can't like reboot Final Fantasy with this or anything. But I'd be, once you know more about it, I'd be curious to see what you think.
1: IDOS IP, like, what does that even mean? Like, a bunch Gex? of old,
0: yeah, like gax and a bunch of old pieces of garbage that no one's gonna reboot. Jesus Christ! Well, maybe, uh, you can make a good Gax game.
2: I'm looking around here to see where I'm picking up on this iOS garbage. I think it was something they said, and then somebody <laughs> joked around about it. Maybe, maybe. And my phone doesn't even scroll right now. I, uh, wish uh, were,
0: I wish you. I were wearing your wiener dog shirt.
2: Me too. I pulled it out. I was already dressed this morning. I pulled out mm. uh, my bag from last night. You like, should wear it.
0: W- yeah, you should. Wiener you should do a do a special video of you putting it on. Just text a special to me. video. <laughs> Before, by the way, I was walking down the street with Gold Farm.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. We,
1: and we found a twenty dollar bill. Yeah. No way. That's and we both went feeling. to grab it at yeah. the same time. We
0: like touched hands and grabbed it at the same time. And Colin was like, "Well, split it," and he handed me ten dollars in cash. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It was that was weird, right? That was uh that never happens. Yeah. It's like the second time in six months I found money on the ground in Selma, though. So people are so rich here; they're just they throwing just throw money on the away. ground. They don't care.
2: They don't know how much money they have. Wipe,
0: they, someone probably wiped their ass at that twenty dollar bill. I don't care.
2: Yeah.
1: Jeez. Yeah. God. I'll give it to the Apache's delivery man. Oh,
2: <Jeez>. Uh, go farm. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about that PlayStation 4.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hope it doesn't get delayed a year.
2: God, I didn't even think that might happen until you said it. no I'm scared. <laughs> uh, but that's not that for a while. Mm-hmm. If I want to know what was in stores right now, where would I go?
0: The official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms
2: by the IGN editors. Try <laughs> to that up. <laughs> Games come to stores and trucks hey there truck... <laughs> <laughs> G- games,
1: games come to stores and trucks in trucks <laughs> oh okay It's well,
2: gonna understand. be a ballad to a truck driver but we, we got derailed too quickly
1: <laughs> games come to alright so let me let me look it up
2: beyond two souls of course yeah, yeah, beyond, in yep. stores not digitally available
1: womp
2: womp I mean, yeah being, I don't know why that well, is yeah, and that's a weird thing to do yeah get your head out of your ass oh zone. Jesus
1: malicious comes to Vita thank god malicious
2: comes to Vita Sounds. I Man, when
0: flower come to Vita I wanna play flower Oh, it's
2: Where is everything Triad here? Wars iOS. Have you been using Google Chrome lately on your phone? No, no. I use I'm Safari. I'm having lots of trouble with it. Yeah, I've it. heard... Yeah.
0: Since iOS 7, I heard a lot of people having trouble right. with it. Uh, I used Safari.
2: I had to give up, I guess. Loading it up. Here we go. He's loading it up, with his gentlemen. I'm still trying <coughs> to... Load
0: it. Load it. New releases
1: on the PlayStation Network. Atomic Ninjas for PS3 and PS Vita. Battle of Tiles EX for PlayStation Network. Like floor tiles? Like... A tile-based strategy RPG... Control your army composed of several decorated tiles by sliding them across the board towards opposing forces. Defeat monsters and build your army in order to vanquish the
0: final threat waiting for you at the end of your journey. For some reason, that's was the worst. The way you were reading that when you said decorated tiles, I was thinking like decorated generals. So I was just picturing like a tile wearing like a bunch of badges. <laughs> Beyond Two Souls, we know. Yeah,
1: Yay. Borderlands 2 Game of the Year Edition yeah. at, at
0: retail for PS3. That is an insane value. That's actually like... Insane value! It's true though, like forgetting all of that DLC, all the heads and skins, like you're saving like $40 by buying that thing.
1: Uh, Capcom Essentials is a PS3 retail game. It has Resident Evil 6, Super Street Fighter 4, Devil May Cry 4, Dead Rising 2, and Mega Man 10.
2: You like Mega Man? Wow. Yeah, I do. How I much is they that? Call the they, do, they call him the Blue Bomber.
1: They do, they do call him the Blue Bomber. Uh, Disgaea 2: A Brighter Darkness uh, is available retail and PSN for PS3. We gave it a 9.1. You were talking about this the other day. Is it a sequel or a remake? It's a sequel uh to the original Disgaea game, Hour of Darkness. Wow. Okay. Which came out on PS2 in 2003. Oh. Dishonored Game of the Year Edition for PS3 and PSN. Do it. Buy it. Get it. F1 2013 for uh digitally only. That is already out on retail. Heavenly Guardian. Jesus is
2: this, Christ! How many games are there? This is
1: week? the PS2 Classic 11. Just Dance 2014 retail on oh, PSN. Hell. Yeah, Malicious Rebirth for Vita, which is a port of Malicious on PSN, which is not a good game. Orc <laughs> Attack uh, for PSN. And Worms Revolution Extreme for PS Worms. Vita. Uh, and that is all she wrote. And I believe that that post was written by none other than Ryan Clements. Oh! yeah, Ryan! He's the best. I also have something up in my browser from... Uh, a British newspaper does this map from 1418 prove historians controversial claim that the new world was discovered by the Chinese 70 years before Columbus does it can I see it the there's the picture of the map we already, we've already oh, yeah. established it definitely thing. proves it there,
0: <laughs> there's a
1: book that came out maybe 10 years ago called the, the Chinese discover America That was what is this quite fucking right? look title look how annoying
0: this Tresemme ad is like he's popping up over the map I'm trying Tres-a-may. to make a...
2: <laughs> ooh <laughs> la la <laughs> why did we watch so much TV <laughs> Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, be part of the show. Email us at beyond at com, just like Corey from Missouri did. Beyond. 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 I'm a big advocate for digital downloads. It loads much quicker, and you don't have to clutter your home with those useless game cases. With the recent reveal that Killzone Shadowfall being 50 gigabytes of data for the PS4, I am now skeptical with going all digital when I get a new PlayStation system. Do you think my concern is justified, or do you think I'm worrying for nothing?
0: A few things. Uh, first of all, if you're in Missouri, go to CJ's. Go to CJ's Wings, yeah, Columbia, Um, Missouri. I'm learning. Go to Shakespeare's too. Um, yeah, like for console games, I don't know, like for Vita, for portable, I definitely want digital always because I want to carry fucking cards to swap out and stuff. Yeah. Um, I agree though. Like a 50 gig download to me, especially since uh, looking at my Mitchell Morgan bet Booker app, the bet I had with Colin Moriarty about. PS4 launching with a one terabyte hard drive being false, so you know, me a pizza. Uh, I owe like $700 in PS4 bets, <laughs> um, I think. But because there's only a uh, 500 gig hard drive or whatever, like a 50 gig game is 10% of your, or yeah. more than that, because then the OS takes up Here's the,
2: the question I had, though. Is it st- It's still the same laptop drive, right? Yeah, you can you can, you can probably them. swap See, it. See, I yeah. was thinking about just pre-order, we're just ordering one now, a terabyte laptop drive.
0: Can you, do we know if it's as easily swappable? I know they,
3: I think
1: they there said is. You, you can swap you it. Can, you can swap it. I think it's something like you twist, the top off and it just comes right off and you just remove it yeah. like a bottle, there was, right? Like a bottle. <laughs> there was
0: something about that recently. I don't. know. I just doing that. Well, have yeah, it if ready you can do as soon that, as
2: I got the box, put it. Do, in.
0: Yeah, d- if you do that like day one, that's awesome because you don't have to worry about transferring all yeah, your shit. Exactly. Yeah, that's really smart. I might do that too. Um, but yeah, like either way though, even with a terabyte drive, I don't know. Like for what I like to do for digital is like when the Last of Us came out and it was sold out everywhere. It's really nice you can just buy it and play yeah. it and have it, um, especially if you can preload stuff. But um, I don't know. I don't mind like. I've been swapping discs and cartridges for twenty years. Like when I'm sitting at home, anyway, it doesn't bother me so much. On a on portable, like I said, though, that's when I want digital.
2: Yeah, sure. Portable, the same for that. And but like I love having games downloaded to the system. Like when I went to Austin for a week, I just took the PS3. GTA was already on there. I didn't have to worry about it. But that's
0: you know? the that's the portability thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if exactly, you're if it's, exactly. like for, if you're already at home, exactly. If if you're sitting on your couch anyway, I, I think it's at least for me personally, less less of a big deal to swap a disc. But uh, yeah, anytime like portability is involved, anytime I'm taking that system anywhere, I definitely just want to install.
2: You figure a big part of it too will be how everything goes at launch. Because I imagine if GTA Online shown us anything, and if every other online experience has ever shown, it's going to be a shit show that first night. Everyone trying to download stuff, everybody trying yeah. to get on the PSN, everybody trying to get that hot Rezzo gun action. That's oh true. That's, that's, that's fucking that's, priority that's the action. I mean, if, day one. if the PSN can. Do everything I was talking about on day one where you're downloading Killzone and you get to play it right away and it's not taking 30 minutes to get to the little barrier where then you can play. Like That'll be impressive.
0: Well, so number one, playing while you can download is huge. That's like a really big part of it. But number two, I'm assuming PS4 will do what Vita does, which is that on Vita, if I borrow a cartridge from my good friend Colin and Your I'm playing friends. a game um, and I you know, get halfway through or whatever and then he wants his cartridge back, if I download it digitally... It just my save files there. Oh, it sure picks yeah, up where it left off work, yeah. on 3ds. That's not the case. Well, like if you...
2: 3ds isn't designed to be online, right?
0: Well, sure. But I'm am just saying like, I I like that. I like that Sony's adopted that because that makes the most sense and that lets you not have to worry about it. Like however you have the game, you have access to your files. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, and uh, if anything stops me from downloading Resogun that first day. I'll burn this fucking world to the ground. Oh, my God. That's, that's you understand? I hope that games get delayed. You understand? Can you
2: just let me get on, though, and download DC Universe Online yeah. first?
1: <laughs> Downloading Resogun is the first order of business, and that's not even a joke. Wow. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, I think 50 gigabytes for a game is staggeringly big. Yep. Um, and I think that that says that uh, they haven't gotten the compression down quite right yet because there's I can't imagine why they get like the textures obviously are beautiful Killzone's gonna be a big game very dive you know but like 50 gigs Jesus Christ. A lot of that's gigs. So big that's like yeah. that's that's all things are 25 that's one-tenth the hard drive yeah, right there yeah. Yeah, yep yeah. yep yeah I'm interested to see how big Rezogun gun is so you can compare like what a 52 <laughs> gig. well, well, gigs well if Rezogun... gun I mean it because it will tell us a lot like if Rezogun gun is two gigs and that means that uh, game like even small downloadable games are just much bigger than they used to be. Because Stardust yeah. is like what 70 megabytes or something and
0: like that. Like, uh, Uncharted for Vita is like three gigs, right? And then Kill Zone's around there too. Yeah, so Kill like, really big. Yeah. So a game of that caliber is, is that size. The, I mean, it's yeah, kind of it's, it's actually really interesting scaling that up.
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm. Omar mm. writes in. Mm-mm-mm. We've been talking about, I mentioned online problems. Omar says, Why is the online component not being included with the GTA 5 review? This is the only game that gets separate reviews. I know that there was two-week gap, but the main source should be adjusted to reflect both parts of the game. Love the show. Sent from my iPhone. Well, GTA
1: Online wasn't ready to go when the game launched, and I, and it's free, so I don't think that the 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 games the games are not intertwined necessarily like i think GTA 5 is its own standalone product i mean that's well, kind of how i looked at
0: it i look at it like dlc right like dlc comes out whether it's 2 weeks or a month or a year after you still need the core game to play it but we still give it a separate review yeah and so like for me GTA online launched really really close to launch so you like in your brain it's hard to separate them as two separate things, but like I think it's fair to do it separately. I think
2: looking down the barrel of what's happening here, I still think that next generation there's going or maybe even for PS three, whatever, there's going to be a separate client for GTA online. I agree with I that. Think it, I, I, it's weird to say you know, that oh it, it was free or whatever. I mean, you still had a used to the only way to play Grand Theft Auto online is to buy Grand Theft Auto 5. So it's this weird relationship, but they feel like two separate products. The, the Grand Theft Auto 5 storyline is enough on its own, and again, in 3 months no one's going to be talking about how bad GTA launched with because that's right. not the story. The story is how amazing it is once it works. Yeah, it's It sure. got fixed pretty much a day later. Pretty much that's not 2 what I days, heard, later. but but pretty the... Mu- the next night I could play no problem. But a lot of people still are having problems. Now, I will
1: say... characters
2: are getting deleted. Yeah, I will
1: say say this, and some people did talk about this, so I give them credit on Twitter and stuff like that, is that the general notion of gamers that they gave Rockstar a free pass on GTA Online is really hypocritical, considering the shit that people gave companies like EA for SimCity or, you know, Blizzard for Diablo or whatever... Um, that just struck me as like really weird and like really unsavory because I was like they're all having similar problems that are understandable but because Rockstar is Rockstar that's like why like no one like very no, few people were complaining about that. That's not exactly the EA, is cool, EA is cool to beat up with
2: No, e- you wi- bought SimCity and you couldn't
1: play it. And you bought GTA 5 and maybe and you only could, want to play online. And no, you couldn't. You couldn't play it. And some well, people, no, you didn't
2: buy GTA online. You got that for free. Remember, Colin? No, no. So I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying
1: if you bought GTA 5 and you wanted to play this game online and that was like your... Because inter- some people play GTA 4 online. I'm not saying that you pay for it. You didn't. GTA online is free. It's not like a, it's not like a, an MMO or something like that that you yeah. pay for. It's not. But like when people bought this game and they wanted to play it online, because some people play GTA 4 still only online and don't give a flying fuck about the regular game. I just felt like that was really weird to me, like, the I, the, the response, and people did say, people beat me to the punch by saying it, like, and I saw retweets and stuff like that, but, because it's really cool to beat up on a company like EA, they got a lot of shit for SimCity, but because Rockstar has a much more cred with the gaming, and like, the gaming, uh, uh group of gamers out there that buy their products every few years when they release one, um, that just struck me as, like, really strange. And, I don't think it's I,
2: as black as white as it is. Because, I mean, for me, what it was was I was more like, oh, fuck, GTA Online launches tomorrow. And then I re- read the reports. There's all these problems. Like, great, I can still focus on single player. It wasn't like it was the, the the reason Maxis and EA get such a hard time is that that's all there was to focus on. You know what I mean? For GTA, you've been playing for two weeks this amazing open world game. You're still able to play that. You're still able to jump into that.
1: Yeah, but some people. But the game wasn't ready to go day and date. It was already a, 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 I know, a tacit- but I'm saying I'm tacit- saying that
2: not you're talking about that a uh, percentage of the audience was upset that Grand Theft Auto didn't work, whereas you're talking about the entire 100 percent of SimCity was upset that it didn't work.
1: Yeah, I, I suppose, but there are also probably more people trying to play GTA online than ever tried to play SimCity. So yeah, sure, of course, but, really but like, so like I'm saying that there's just numerically that doesn't that doesn't really pan out for me. I I, I just feel like expectations are different for different companies and. That would, that just struck me as weird. I think that the overall lesson from these three games and others is that there needs to be proper betas, and like people yeah. need to start acknowledging things like server load and things that are going to crash your game when people try to play it. It's like unbelievable that like a problem like that could happen to a company Every with time. that much money, especially a company yeah. that like delayed the product and like it wasn't ready to go. Like you think that they would have spent that little bit of time like figuring, like being like especially when they know how many copies of the game they sold and even if they're like 5% of the people that bought this game are going to try to play online it's probably 2 million people you know like I don't know do you see it the
2: other way that you think that the lesson learned here is that gamers are just being beaten into submission on this like SimCity, Diablo Three doesn't work. Huge deal. SimCity doesn't work. Where you're like, I asked on Up at Noon the guy from SimCity, Jason Haber, or you know, you beta tested it. Is going to work? We're pretty confident. Doesn't work. Like now, it's one of those things when Rockstar announced GTA Online, my knee, you know, knee jerk reaction was, it's not going to work. Yeah. No shit, it's not going to work the first day. it comes Yeah, out. but
1: but that, that I don't like. I, I agree with what you're saying, and in, in, but we shouldn't, as a group of consumers or people that like, we we should have expectations that these things are going to work. Like, you're paying a lot of money for your products, whatever it is, and, like, they should work on day one. I think we're getting too used to, as a group of people, accepting, like, well, this needs a big patch. Like, when Killzone came out yeah. on Vita or whatever, it had, like, a gigabyte patch. Like, that's one-third of the size of the game already. Like, why didn't you just finish it? Like, I don't, I don't understand that mentality. Like, we come from an, a, an old school where, like, the game you got was the game That's you were it. stuck
2: with? Enjoy. And,
1: it. There, and there are notorious games that were broken back in the day, like Metal Gear on NES. Like that, there were broke that that was broken for some people. Like you, and you couldn't do anything about it. You know, so I appreciate that. Like when something unusual happens, it's patched. The Last of Us is a good example. Like when they clearly QA'd the hell out of that game, and then it was broken. And the reason was is because they were trying to attach the game to a server that they never tested, and they just shut the server off. You know, but the game worked. The game worked, and you know, Beyond Two Souls works. You know, except for the fact that he like, doesn't remember when you invert your axis, which is really weird. Yeah, that's a weird um, I mean, I, I don't I, know. I just, that, that just really struck me just really, as, as, you know, a little bit hypocritical of people. Like, I just like don't, EA think, I don't d-
2: think 100% of the people you're talking about are, are just saying, well, Rockstar's cool. There are people who I are really, but, but really, really, I've been reading,
1: But I've been reading a lot of comments being like, well, I had no expectation this game was going to work. And I, like, oh, well, give them time. Like, where were those comments when SimCity was broken? Why did you expect that SimCity was going to work? And what's different about that situation? That situation, like you said, is even worse. You know, like... I I I I don't I don't know it, it, that that that's like what resonates with me over this whole I G- I don't care about GTA. I don't want to play it. It's just like the the you know GTA Five is not even really even doing it for me. And I don't know. It's not a bad game by any stretch of It's a great game, great game. Yeah. But doesn't like I just doesn't do it for me. Like I'd rather like I keep playing with the idea of playing Fantasy Star Two or something like that. I'm like I'd rather just play and just stand I mean, with the whole score. Beat
0: RPG? Bioshock Infinite. I will be Bioshock Infinite before the end of the year. Um, the put in the bet bet tracker. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm bet Booker. Wait,
2: by... how, what, what's the t- what's the expiration date of Persona 4?
1: Persona 4, I won't play until until Vita dies. <laughs> was, all right. <laughs> so we got we got at least six. So months. tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I think. Look, I I do think there are people who are really mad about GTA. I think in the same way they were mad about Skyrim on PS3 and any number of other things. Like I, I think we're not as the people we see on Twitter and on forum posts and stuff are the people who are I think. In a little deeper than the average person, like uh, there are plenty of people out there who don't know to read Rockstar's updates on the news wire, and they don't know, like, the, like the thing today, like, oh, if your character isn't there when you load up the game and you hit continue, you lose your character forever. You have to back out and come back in or whatever. Like, who would know that? How would anyone <laughs> it's know that? Weird bug. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, like, right. like Keza, our reviewer, had that happen. Like, she lost all of her progress, and that like, Keza. that sucks. Like, I think there are plenty of people who are super Point. pissed off about that. I, I agree with you that people are. To some extent, they give Rockstar a pass because it's Rockstar, but uh, trust me, like, the number of people who are angry, like, again, because so many more people are playing this game, is, is equal or greater than the people who are giving EA shit. All
2: right. Um, how many minutes we got? we got eight minutes left. My God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My God. My God. My God. Simon Cardi from London writes in to Beyond at IGN.com, just like you can, he says... With all the unlawfulness, strong language, and violence in GTA five going on right now, I have to question to ask you. Okay, well, Simon, we should work <laughs> on some of this. But anyway, have you ever found yourself disliking a character that have been playing as in a game? Have you ever have you ever played what? a game where yeah. you're a character yeah. and you don't like that character and you want to stop doing what it is? He says and simply not want it to be them anymore. Spec Ops, the line comes to mind for me when answering this. Thanks. For that me. was the idea in Spec Ops. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, Spec Ops is a great example of that, but Spec Ops is great because you didn't like your character, um, and you hated him the more and more the game went on, to the point where like you, that was the idea of that game, I mean, so I mean, maybe that's not a good example because that's a kind of a unique situation. I think
0: my, my example would be a spoiler for a big game this year. Me too, but yeah. me too, yeah, the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, who, Joel?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: okay.
2: Spoiler for last House.
0: There's a character named Joel in The Last of Us. You <laughs> he might not, uh, you might not like everything he does. I guess yeah, it's not that bad. I agree with that. Um, he's a big one for me. Um,
2: but that was the point, like we always talk about, right? That when Naughty Dog made The Last of Us, they talked about it that they're putting you in uncomfortable situations with this guy. But it was weird to do that to be the main character and not be happy with your actions. Yeah. But that's the world you live in, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's actually obviously not a game, but like Breaking Bad is a really good example of that. That like when that show starts, you're rooting for Walt, and as, I mean, no Breaking Bad spoilers here. But as it goes on, like you you realize that Walt is sort of not super great, maybe. Um, and I I think it's hard. I mean, it's like, obviously people know the concept of an antihero, but it's like, even like a typical antihero, like you're still rooting for them. And it becomes very different when you're like, this is gross. Like, I don't want to be doing what this person's doing. And like, again, like you said with spec like if that's the point of the narrative, then that's a good, really effective thing. If they can evoke that emotion from you where you don't like that character anymore and you don't want to be that character, but you're still going like, that's good. Um, I think there are games that do that less successfully, I think, um, but it's hard to call out specific examples, especially without spoilers. It's
2: interesting with the question, you know, being phrased out of GTA. Like, Trevor's not a great guy in GTA. He's really horrible, actually. But I still love playing as Trevor. But I guess it's because I'm in a cartoon world. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. his absurdity and antics fit in fine in this world of Generates and everything His
1: voice acting is yeah. really great.
2: Steven Ott coming on up at noon. That's what oh. I got that. I, I played GTA 5 oh, for maybe plug, plug, eight plug, hours,
0: plug, and I got, you know, to his, you know, because they make you wait. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, still only Franklin, because every time I play that game, I just drive around. I do, like, one story mission, and I spend two hours driving around, then I eat some pizza I go to bed. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I really, yeah, I it's actually... It's
2: four in the afternoon! <laughs> I dug his character, because he does make
1: you feel uncomfortable It's cool. The, that GTA 5 does a nice job of giving you three different kinds
0: of people to play as, which I always yeah, different of, people. God, this weekend, all I want to do is play GTA and Beyond. Mm. And Rayman. I, I'm, I'm, going <laughs> for the, I'm going for the Platinum on Rayman. I'm getting close. Oh, well. I have one more Diamond Cup in uh, the Back to Origins levels, then I'll have every teensy. Very exciting.
2: John writes in <laughs> and it says Beyond. Beyond. Hey, hot crew. I was wondering if there would be a Beyond IGN meetup the weekend at Comic-Con. I'm going to be at school on Friday and really wanted to meet you guys. Hey, John, yeah, I'm going to Comic-Con with a plethora of IGN stars. You can come be a part of it. Uh, we have a Beyond podcast. Fr- I, know, I know you said the weekend and you're at school on Friday. I highly recommend dropping out of school and coming to the New York... New York Comic Con it's worth it Javits Center absolutely worth it oh yeah
0: to go to the Javits Center what's yeah. better the Podcast Beyond Center.
2: panel is Friday at 3pm uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 this is a late edition it's me and the three voice actors from Grand Theft Auto 5 we have a panel Friday at 5.15 is that true that's awesome yep. Friday 5.15 then IGN has a next gen panel Saturday at 11 you can find all of these in your program not the GTA one actually that's one, see if that's you can one. get
0: um, Danny Tamburelli there
2: too okay just add him. him. in, yeah. Get everybody. Get the dollar there, he there lives too. in New Jersey, doesn't it? I don't yeah. know
1: anymore. I, I thought so, yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. As far That's as a rad. meet
2: and greet for Comic-Con, we are having one. No firm details yet, because I had to, of course, bring somebody else into it, as often happens at IGN, when you try to give anything else out, but keep it outside of the podcast beyond room. But there will be yeah. something. Follow me on Twitter, at GameOverGreggy. I will keep you posted on where you're going. Yeah,
0: if, that, you're, if you're going to be in the Dallas area on uh, Wednesday, <laughs> <Of course. laughs> I could, uh, could do a little meet-up in Dallas on you Wednesday should, night. You
2: should do a Dallas meet-up.
0: Uh, maybe I will
2: okay um <laughs> ladies and gentlemen that's the, that's the end of podcast beyond uh-huh. episode three hundred. i always get so sad when it's over we're getting so close to episode our desks
0: are so far apart and i'm
2: not gonna see you guys now for you the whole rest camera. of the day you have a good angle on me just turn around and look at me there that's i am you're gonna be up. in new york i'm gonna be in texas that's so far apart man we'll be living up we should try to have like a skype meet, meet up okay you're only an hour later no it's easy then yeah it's perfect you do it at that night. was the big problem I oh had you're not there. gonna be here
1: for the fucking bears giants game on thursday nope that's yep. going to be a good one. The to be 0-6 after that game. It's going to be fucking sweet.
2: Let's <laughs> <laughs> not give the Bears too much credit. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Podcast Beyond is a product of IGN.com. So come to IGN.com. Watch the videos. Read the articles. Subscribe to Prime if you can. Uh, they're doing that Prime giveaway. I think starting today yep. but you can get Rain for free. So if you're like one of the first few thousand. so
0: God, Rain's another game I want to play. There's yeah, so many no, there's games right now. too much stuff out. Too much totally stuff
2: thin. out. Uh, until then, keep up all our antics. IGN on Twitter is IGN. I'm GameOverGreggy. Andrew Goldfarb is Garfep. I nice, had to write nice it down man. and read it, but I'm getting there. Very good. No very taxation, good. of course, is like, your boy, Das Collin. It's your boy. It's your boy, Das Collin. I I, uh, I I tweet.
1: I tweeted, by the way, today, and this is just honest to God, genuine. I realize I have over 50,000 followers on Twitter now. Yeah. Horrifying. Yeah? It's a lot. <sighs> horrifying. You that 50,000 so people would even care. So I appreciate
0: it. <laughs> I'm that. looking up Das Collin, see if that's a Twitter name that exists.
2: All right. Anyways, while he does that, uh, every, song, every show ends with a song in Ryan's wrap-up. Uh, today's song comes from Karthik. <laughs> Karthik writes in and says, hey, Greg, Colin, and Goldie. Say hey. Hey. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? I'm a veteran listener of Beyond, going all the way back to the first episode. All this time, I have been an observer and decided now is the time to return the favor for hours of content you guys have given me over the years. I recently released a single titled, quote, Be where I Live. Fans of chiptune music will dig this one. You can download it for free by going to my site, Karthik, K-A-R-I. T-H-I-K music.com Dot Enjoying Beyond Thanks Karthik I really do like the song It's really good Yeah you were into You were like jamming out I was jamming day. out I didn't yeah. want to, You and Marty had to Interrupt of course And ask me something stupid yeah, Like you always do No it was important No it wasn't Yeah it was well, What was it Can you say on there No Okay I forgot what it was It was about our our Hot date <sighs> the Hot crew the hot Ladies hot. and gentlemen This is <laughs> my podcast Beyond episode 313 Go download Be where I live From Karthik Beyond Beyond, beyond.